Hey, this is Chip from The Real Dirt. Today I have a very special Real Dirt. When you're a farmer, you've got all kinds of problems to worry about. And uh, in the past, we used to say, you know, you had people, pests, and police. But, uh, man, Northern California also have fires. And on the line today, I've got Jeff from Little Hill Cultivators. And, Jeff, you're right in the middle of the fire in Northern California. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of it for sure. Biggest fire ever in, in California. It seems to be circling my valley. About three weeks ago, it was coming up from the south, and then that died down, and it's looped around from the northeast. Now it's in the valley. Now it's up close and personal. You know, I mean, I, I've I've been involved with a handful of fires, you know, in that area. But like you said, this is the biggest one ever. What's the name of this fire complex? How do they refer to it? It's the August Complex. It changed a bunch of names over as it combined with other fires. They, they changed the name a bunch of times. It's the north zone of the August Complex. It's stretching for me up in Trinity County all the way down into Mendo and Lake County. Oh, man, that's hundreds and hundreds of miles. How, how, big do they, how big do they say it is? Approaching 900,000 acres. Oh, my God. Most people don't understand what it is to be, like, in a, a fire zone. And, you know, the first question is is people ask, well, like, why don't you leave? Right. Like, oh, you just got to well, leave. That's, that's a good question. It's not that, e- it's not be, that easy, though, right? Right. I, I'd be more than happy to leave, but I can't get back. And that's the problem. The roads are closed. They won't let me back in to tend my crop and my crop will basically just die. You know, I need to run generators. There's no power right now. I need to be ready to fight the fire, you know, if it comes up. And also prepping the, prepping the land for, for if it does come and I'm ready, scraping some grass back and getting down to mineral dirt. And the biggest thing is not being able to get, get back in if I do leave right, for, right. for a week or two. Yeah. Because two or three weeks ago, when when the fire was around, they they closed the roads off. Then, yeah, yeah, and I spent I spent ten days up here. I mean, luckily because we're so remote, we're, we're pretty well stocked in food and sure, we have a lot of gas, living up gasoline. There. You can never have too much gas to run Jenny's. I mean, I started this thing yeah, off with right. twenty five gallons. And it's it's getting, it's dwindling, and it's only been two days. Luckily, I got neighbors, and I got I got neighbors on the fire crews, and, and hopefully they'll be able to get me some gas here. That's really the biggest thing is uh, is getting supplies in that you need, and, and in this case, it's gasoline. And I know that. I mean, I I've known this. That's why I have so many gas cans. It is something you that be you get used to living in the north. You know, in the north coast there. There's only one road in and one road out in so many ways. You have to be able to, uh, like, support yourself. and You normally have power, though. But right now, it's, it's you just have generators because all the power's down, right? Right. So they, they right. shut the power off. And your water's all stored. But do you have well, a well or something? No, I do, I do have a well. I've got a spring. I've got a pond. So I've got, I can pump water with gasoline, and without power, I need gasoline to pump from the well as well. The one thing I got going for me is the spring is way up the hill, 
And so I've got some stored water up there and I've got gravity pressure to, if I needed to, I could probably rig up my irrigation system to work off that pressure. You're defending your space. That's what we call it there. There's nobody that's going to help you. You got to do it yourself. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm clearing, I'm, I'm lemon trees, I'm, I'm clearing just debris and stuff off of the structures. I'm scraping the ground with the, with the tractor to uh, give myself a little break in the grass, in the dry grass. I got a great sprinkler, um, one-inch sprinkler that puts out about a 60-foot radius. I've got that going. I'm kind of moving it every couple of hours. Uh, the problem is to run it, I need to be burning gasoline. I'm just kind of trying to be efficient with my use of my, my limited resources at the moment. The fire's in the valley, and it, it the, the wind wasn't up today, so it didn't it didn't travel much. Where the yeah are, there, are yeah. there fire crews able to even work on this? So right now there's a there's a fire camp in the valley with who knows how many how many um, firefighters. The fire is mostly north northeast of the valley, and the nice thing about having flat land in the valley, which is kind of rare up here, is you can scrape and, and, and make, make land safe real quick in a field. That's just primarily used for grazing. Um, you can scrape that down dirt real fast. The other hand, the thing about up here is a lot of your neighbors are loggers, so they all have heavy equipment, and they all work on the fire crews when they get called up. So there's, you know, there's, there just happens to be five local guys in the neighborhood with bulldozers. They're working a lot. You're by, the, by yourself. All your other employees uh, left. Everybody left last night. It was really windy last night, and the fire was coming down into the north end of the valley. And I mean, we just watched the the, the ridge get torched, and it's pretty intimidating to watch that happen. And when you're yeah, we saw your Instagram, some of your Instagram yeah. channel yesterday. Yeah, so that I mean, that doesn't do it justice. It's just. It's it's crazy to watch that the flames jump, you know, twice the height of the trees. Big gusts of wind come up and just light up the sky from the from the flame. It's intimidating and and a lot of people don't like it and they, they and, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I can't blame them. You know, if this wasn't my land and I was just working for some guy, I don't know. I don't know how uh, into it I'd be. Honestly, actually, I think I would be into it, but. Um, that's just that's just you. That's that's, that's just, just me. You. Yeah. And I'm I'm not gonna go out without a fight. I'm not. I mean, I'm not just gonna walk away from my crop. That's that's just out of the question. Your infrastructure too. You got you. You're worried about that just as much. Oh so. yeah. I mean, I'll give up the crop right now if you could guarantee my, guarantee me all my infrastructure for next year because I could always plan again. But I mean, I've got my life savings into this place. There's no outside investors or any funny money going on. It's just it's just me. So and that's and that's kind of the way everybody is up here for the most part. And, uh, oh man, I've seen so many of my my listeners and Facebook friends that I follow on Instagram or Facebook that are going through similar things that you are right now. And you know, never have I seen so many people just get completely burnt out or run out because of fire. What types of things do you have to have to defend yourself in a fire? Because there's there's some there's some kind of rules they say. Yeah, hundred feet of defensible space. So basically, weed whack, 
and take all the brush out of 100 feet away from your structures. Man, when it's windy, 100 feet ain't shit. It isn't. 100, feet, 100 feet one second, and that embers across it, and it's green. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what they used to say anyways. I mean, heavy equipment, if you if you, if you can afford it, like... Yeah, right. Uh, uh, a, giant, a giant cat would, would be your best friend, even if you only use it once every five years. Tell us how they use the cat. Do they drive over the fire? Do they they, they make roads? Oh, with no, it? they just... They just clear land with it. They just go through and just they'll take out brush, trees, any fuel, and they'll push it uh, to the white side and and just leave bare dirt. Give the firefighters a chance to either do a back burn off of that back towards the fire or just defend it if it's not you know windy. I mean, really, no no fire break like that's gonna gonna do much if it's windy and that's and that's really what what's kicking these fires off is we're getting these wind storms and uh and uh any fire it just it just blows up it blows up it travels you know 10, 20, 30 miles in a day and uh yeah it travels as fast as the wind it'll be spotting three miles ahead of the main fire and it just starts leapfrogging like that if you're not familiar with the Northern California climate, it literally rains half the year and it's dry half the year. You might get a sprinkle or some dew, but, but mostly, you know, there hasn't been any rain in the, the, the interior coastal mountains in Northern California for five months, really? Six months? When, yeah. when was the last real rain? May or June. I, I don't even remember, really. Probably May. It was May. Yeah, it's probably May or June. I mean, there might have been like some light sprinklings, but it's so dry there that the fuel for the fire just dries out. And if you can just imagine like grass, that's fields of grass that are just been sitting there with no water for months and months and months. I mean, just the spark of a, a chainsaw or somebody like, you know, shooting a twenty two or, I mean, a pickaxe can set off, you know, this grass, right? It's just ready to blow up. And then, I mean, you got, you know, all the underbrush and, you know, in the forest. And it's just an incredible fuel system. Yeah, it's a typical Mediterranean climate of uh, warm, dry summers and cool, wet winters. Yeah, you get that. grows great weed and wine. Yeah, that's, that's why we got such... So it's good produce out here, and and uh, just I don't know, things that must have changed. Fires didn't used to be like this. You know, you say whatever you want, but a big fire used to be fifty thousand acres. Now we're beating the all-time record every year. It seems we set it last year with the Mendo complex, and we fucking trashed that record this year with this complex. Yeah. So, wow. It's a thing. It's touching everybody for sure. And if it hasn't, it's going to. Talking about tools, I mean, I've been collecting them. You want, yeah, heavy equipment's one thing. If if you're going that route, that's great. Um, the other thing is if you want gasoline storage. You don't just want to fight the fire. You want to, like, you want your crop to survive. So you, you, need, you need gasoline, and you need a lot of it because... You need to run these generators as long as the roads are closed. You know that's that could be a week, ten days, and that's a that's a lot of gasoline. You also need 
we need more water storage. You know, a lot of people don't have good wells out here. They've barely got enough water for their crop, let alone fighting a fire and, and wetting their property down. Water storage is expensive, but it's it, it could it's it, it could be the best insurance you ever had. I've got a trash pump and a fire hose. I can dump that trash pump and that runs off gasoline because you're not going to have power during a fire. I can drop the trash pump in a in a water tank or in my pond. Not as much hose as I need. Two inch hose pumps a lot of water. You can you can wet some shit down and, and you can fight a fire with it. Luckily, I haven't had to directly put it on flames yet, but I, I laid the hose out and it's ready to go. And I wet some stuff down last night because I didn't know what was going to happen with that wind. And uh, I don't know. It's it's just nice to have all these little tools. The the other thing is a dirt bike. If you have a dirt bike, you can bypass the roadblocks. Take mm-hmm. if you know the forest roads, and that's proven to be effective. I know when guys were sneaking back in to their grows in Mendo back yeah, in Yeah, people have been doing that for a long time with bikes, right? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were riding dirt bikes, being able to save their grow. It's, it's a terrible feeling, especially around harvest time, but to lose it all just because you can't get to it. You know, if you could just get to it, you could you could water your plants, but you can't get to it. It's, it's the worst feeling. How far away are you from harvest? I'm supposed to have some stuff coming down about a week. A lot of stuff still a couple of weeks out to over to over a month out. Luckily, most of it's late. A majority of it's late, so I don't know what all the smoke is going to have on the on the on the stuff that's closer to finish. But we will see. Smoke's been pretty thick, but I've had thick smoke in the past, and it hasn't affected it. Um, I think the smoke has to be really, really thick to uh, right up on it, right, really right up on it, man. Like, I mean, not just a haze, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. but like a a impenetrable pumping smoke into your greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally, the grass is burning next to it, and Mm -hmm. uh, and it's blowing right over it, man. Damn, dude, you are so hard, man. Look at you out fighting a fire, making making your crop your crop survive, defending your your property in your livelihood. Like, hey, man, anybody who thinks dope growing, weed growing is easy, it's just not. And uh, especially outdoor greenhouse cultivation in Northern California, man, you are, man, you're you're an unsung hero, Jeff. I don't know. I just don't want to lose either, you know. But people, pests, and police. Fuck, man! You had fire in there, and it's—I mean—that's that's the worst one of all, really. So, man, if you jo- if you joined us late uh, or you missed it, we're talking with uh, Jeff from Little Hill Cultivators in Trinity County, California. He's being uh, uh, battling actively, defending his space and battling against the August Complex flat fire in. Uh, Wow, Humboldt, Trinity, and Mendocino, Lake Counties, huh? It's wow, it's everywhere. So, man, how, how's this gonna how's this gonna affect the outdoor cannabis cultivation in Northern California? It's gonna make the price go up because people are losing their crops. It just major pot producing area. I mean, the pines are the pines are at risk, and that's probably the weed growingest spot on the planet, as far as I know. What do you think? Do you think that's the weed-grownest spot on the planet? The weed-grownest square mile on the planet? 
square mile. Is it really a square mile? And there's a lot of parcels. The 600, in that 640 acres? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of two, three acre, uh-huh. acre parcels. Wow, man, I'm going to say that Oklahoma has stepped it up this year and might be the outdoor weed growing a spot. Uh, as far as like large, large singular areas of cultivation. I've been trying to get on to a couple big farms. I don't know the right people yet, or maybe they just don't want me on there because they know I'm, I'm going to blow it up real dirt. <laughs> but yeah, I got, uh, I thought I was going to go out to a hundred acre outdoor farm last week and it didn't work out. And I understand why, you know, the the guys, they they didn't want us out there. Yeah, 100 acres. I see video of it. They, they don't want me to share the video. This stuff is incredible. They legitimately got 100 acres of ganja growing. Right. I, I kind of don't, don't blame them for not wanting to show that. That's a, that's a lot of weed, man. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I did want to do some real dirt episodes. <laughs> right. You right. just wanted to right. run through naked through the rows. Oh, I've already done that before. My body is it's itchy. You know, it's, I'm allergic to it now or something. Uh, man, let's talk about some good weed stuff for a second before we uh, close out this episode. So tell me about the Northern yeah. California strains this year. What's what's popular being grown what are the clone sellers selling uh, what are the people growing uh, what did well for me was slurricane and uh ice cream cake both of which i grew last year and i brought back and i just they continue to not let me down in quantity and quality mostly mm. quality it is absolute it went for high dollar um it looks phenomenal smells tastes smokes phenomenal mm great potency, checking all the boxes, you know, and so those are really my two favorites, and and then there's just all the old staples like Wedding Cake and OG Twist and Wi-Fi and, you know, just the the gas Mm -hmm. that that people love. There's so much new stuff every year. It's a little bit this year with some with some random clones from places, but nothing that, I mean, every year you got to try a clone or two. Even if it's just one plant, just to see what it's all about, because that's how you find the next best thing. And the competition's stiff for those new clones, or even even for uh, seed selections. The competition's stiff. I hear wedding cake, lava cake, gelato crosses, ice cream cake, lots of cake. We just planted a bunch of archive seeds, a bunch of dosi do crosses, a bunch of OG crosses, tangy, lemon G, sour D. Like it's late crops looking great here. It's just starting to flower. I'm about three weeks in. Wow, it really looks phenomenal. I'm using my new plant in bags. Wow, man, the labor savings on that. Like I've literally got three guys that just put in, you know, 15,000 square feet of greenhouse, you know, 4,000 five-gallon pot. It's just so easy for them to do it, really. You know, it really took about two weeks for them to do everything. You know, fill all the greenhouses up with soil, put all the plants in, put all the irrigation in, and then we'll have a rotating harvest time. Plant in bags, so it's 5.5 gallon plant in bags of growers. Uh, man, that best thing I've made in forever. My quality and consistency is so good. I'm looking at 4,000 different bags of this stuff. We're talking about 
man, every single plant looks great. There's not a, there's not one that looks poor because of the soil. That's for sure. I'm growing 15, no, maybe 23 different strains. Everything looks great. It helps with consistency. Is everything's got to be consistent to keep it uniform and oh, man. uniform oh. uniformity is where it's at. For, it uh, is, for man. Grows. It is. From yeah. To soil mix to watering. Consistency, everything from environment to IPM to water frequency to fertilizer program to harvesting. You get all that consistency in there and just your like your flow of material just moves so incredible. Your ability to grow so much cannabis than you thought was possible it becomes reality. You you're on a ten thousand square foot garden, right? Right. Yeah, you got a ten thousand square foot garden. And you have how many people that work there? Two main guys and then other other help as well. That's more uh, temporary. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for two guys. They work their asses off for sure. Oh yeah, man, and that's why you're there defending yeah. against the uh, August complex. So, man, is it is, is there a point when you call it and you, and you say like, hey, I got to get out of here? Like, how do you know? How do you know when that is? How do you how do you monitor? I keep asking myself that sort of because everybody just says stay safe and. It's not it's not worth risking your life and I don't know I don't know. I c I kinda got some ideas of of when it's gonna be time to call it and uh, get the fuck out. But really when when your exit is, is disappearing out of here, that 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 could be time when it's time to call it and get the fuck out. Of course you have to know that it's disappeared. If it's windy, I can't I can't fight a fire if it's windy. It just it moves too fast. It it, it just causes spot fires everywhere that might not be a fight i'm willing to make and then also also how much help i have there i mean there are firefighters in the valley they're kind of some of them are on missions some of them are kind of just like last night they're just kind of roving and, and and there's the local firefighters that are just you know guys with the flame retardant clothing and the and the hard hats and then there's like professional firefighters and they're from all over the country and I don't know. You just kind of like, what's the next house to be? What's the next house to to be in danger? And then they they start clearing and you know grading some lines around it and doing what they can. And and then the pros show up and they have like trucks with water and and hose and and they can do a bit more. And it seemed real seemed real loose as far as how it kind of works out. So when the fire comes to me, I'm sure I will have firefighters here to help out in the north end of the valley where the fire is. There's firefighters all over the place at my neighbor's houses. So it's, I don't know, they're all real friendly dudes. They're they're working to save your ass. And it's nice to have them around. But uh, I'd say if I didn't have any help and it wasn't something I could control and I was about to lose my exit, I, th- I think that'd be a good time to, to call it. I guess you got plenty of weed to keep you company. Uh, <laughs> we got plenty. <laughs> plenty. That's basically right. what's loaded in my truck when I get the fuck out of here is weed. Right, right. Good for you, man. Uh, well, hey, I'm glad we got to chat for a minute today. This has been a, a special report of the real dirt on the August complex fire in Northern California. We've got Jeff from Little Hill Cultivators. He's actively defending his garden and his faith. We're all thinking about you. All your friends are thinking about you right now. Be safe, and, uh, you know, you can always grow more weed. Stay safe, man. Send us us some photos. 
you can see a bunch of photos on my Instagram, uh, Little Hill Cultivators. Little Hill um, Cultivators on Instagram. Post stuff in the stories just to show what's going on. Um, my whole feed is basically weed. So I figure I'd post some stories up and, and show firefighters fighting fire and, and all other types of like surreal weird shit that you see during times like this. Well, yeah, no doubt. I mean, just the like the glow that happens when there's fucking the, glow. Yeah, it starts with like, glow, and you notice it. I did that last night. I fucking nudged my buddy Darren, and I'm like, "Hey, man, look." And we didn't notice it at first, and then I was like, oh, shit, yeah, the horizon is fucking orange. Uh-huh. And then an hour later, there's flames coming over the fucking ridge. Yeah. Yeah, it's this crazy reflection that happens when the smoke gets up to a certain level, and it becomes like its own kind of weather system, like a cloud. And then the fire comes through there, and it's just reflecting off the bottom of that weather system. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Wow, crazy. Well, crazy. crazy man. Well, you got some stories to tell, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, every year is a story for sure. No it's shit. always something. There's no easy years. It's always something. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to have a, a take a break and get together after this harp season, smoke season, and do something fun. So good. I'm gonna be in Austin a chunk of the winter. Come down and visit me. Oh, great! I will. Yeah, totally. We're going to be on Lake Travis down there. Got a bunch of uh, Real Dirt episodes and uh, doing a cannabis mastermind. Plotting and planning for the winter, getting ready for the spring. So, yeah, come on in, dude. Are they trying to grow weed in Texas? They've been growing weed in Texas for a long time, but they're just trying to do it legally. Got it. (laughs) Cool. Time and place. Texas is on the way. You heard it here first (laughs) on the Real Dirt. (laughs) Good luck, man. Later. All right, man. Take it easy. This is in another episode of The Real Dirt. If you're interested in other episodes like this, check us out on iTunes or on Spotify. Subscribe to The Real Dirt Podcast. Hey, man, reach out to Jeff out there on uh, Instagram. By the time you hear this, this, this whole thing may be over or he still may be fighting it deep into it. So uh, Jeff at Little Hill Cultivators on Instagram. This has been The Real Dirt. Thanks for listening.